in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Are these morons getting dumber or just louder? Dumber, sir. Ducking this issue calls for real leadership. We mentioned before we're in Montreal, things certainly a little bit different here in Quebec, Canada. It's kind of like the night after WrestleMania every single year. You never quite know how the crowd is going to react. Definitely a ravenous portion of the WWE Universe. They're like trained seals. Toss them a fish and watch them slap their fins together. Well, our last show was recapping a pay-per-view, and all of a sudden... We're previewing a pay-per-view all within the space of a week. Welcome to the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, lads. How are you, lads? Hi, oh, sir. Grand. A lot of wrestling. Oh, man. Here with Gordo, Nikki, and Steve, as usual. Uh, can't believe there's another pay-per-view. What in the absolute fuck is happening? I think it's just the oil rumble was sprung on them. They weren't expecting it, so it wasn't put into their plans. It just slotted in somewhere, and this is all they could find. My God. It's it's crazy. And then you have two New Japan shows as well. I I can't even catch up with all of them. I'm just going to watch the bits that I want to see, like Jericho and Naito. Naito! 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 Well, you start with that. Um, it was the same town, the same angle, and it had the same knockoff t-shirt, but the same greatness. Uh, Jericho appeared in Fukuoka. Is it Fukuoka or something? Like, yeah. Whatever it's called. Um attacking Naito and he comes out Naito's leaving the ring Jericho is dressed as an LIJ fan and he attacks him in the crowd beats him up something fierce uh, he beats him so bad he brings him back to the ring hits a code breaker uh, he attacks the young boys gets the ring bell hits him with the ring bell busts him open the ref takes the bell and the ref kind of pin him in the corner as LIJ tried to make the save Jericho motions to leave runs over and kicks him in the back of the head and start beating him on the head, and he starts beating him in the head, and then the young boys in LIJ get him out. But Jericho's throwing chairs, pushes the cameraman, flipping off the fans through the barricades. And uh, I love the bit at the end: "Get your fucking hands off me! Fuck off!" <laughs> <laughs> All the things he wishes he could say in WWE. What did you think of it, Steve? He made Naito bleed his own blood That's right in his face. Was. Right in his own face. You say that. It was a very clear blade job when you look at the footage. Bleed his own blood. He made him blade his own blood, Nicky. (laughs) It looks great with the weird hair and everything. It just kind of mixes in. It's a great little image they had going on there. He looked like a fucking horror villain. (laughs) I love how he trolled us as well. Like for the last month, six weeks. Effectively, any interview he's done where he's been asked about his New Japan stuff, he said, oh, yeah, contracts didn't work out, you know, just just the right time. It was, it was an opportunity, but I don't think we'll see that again. And everyone pretty much had hopes of that it might happen, but everyone had kind of given up hope that it actually would happen. 
but like you always Jericho's gone to the stage now where he's he's played his hand already. If he says something's not happening, it's going to happen. It's probably happening right now. Always <laughs> do like, the opposite oh, yeah. of what Jericho says. Exactly. I think he should go back to being truthful. Because then he'll be like, <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> throw people off completely. Yeah. Him and Balor. <laughs> um but yeah, they go back to the ring and there's a woman crying ringside as she's taking pictures. I don't know if she was an official photographer or not, but it was just weird. She was like sobbing and then click. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but there was other breaking news, I believe. Mm-hmm. Kenny! Kenny Omega mm-hmm. is going to get his third title shot against uh, Okada at Dominion in a no time limit two out of three falls match. Holy fuckballs. Uh, Gordon want All the want. How long could they realistically make that match? Uh, how long is the show? Yeah, like I, this has to go past sixty minutes. To, all yeah. I say, to quote the great Lionel Richie, "All night long, Naito, Naito, all night long." <laughs> um, Sweet send Jesus. it to Saudi Arabia and start it at five in the evening and finish it up at half ten. I said that's the way to do it. Yep. Let them go until somebody dies. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> well, like, you know, like from exhaustion. <laughs> but surely this has to be Kenny getting the belt. I'd imagine so. Like, they left it long enough now. They kind of needs to have it. They, they kept it for as long as Okada needed to get the records. He's yeah. got all the records now. Although, when you have Kenny in the storyline, he's currently in with Golden Lovers and all. He's not really... Like, I haven't seen the show yet. I just I saw this news. So I'm not sure how they work this in, considering he's in the tag division now, not in a singles role. Did they do this on the show? Because I'm just at the the junior heavyweight match now. Did it, as far as I know, they did it on the show. Yeah, I think I think Okada actually called him out afterwards, for if, from what I read at least. Mm. Um, Spoilers, I know. I mean, obviously, Okada's <laughs> on the show, Okada wins. <laughs> it's what he does yeah. uh, for the last how many days? Uh but yeah, sweet Jesus, what a match. And it's not the only shock we had that, uh, there today, because we, uh, we also had the introduction of a new member of good old Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. You were the only person who had ever heard of this guy. Yeah, um, <laughs> Taiji Ishimori uh, from my time reviewing Impact. I'm not sure if he actually is still working for Impact at the moment, but I what? always thought he was with Pro Wrestling Noah, which is what kind of shocked me with all this. But um, he essentially came out dressed as Bone Soldier and against spoilers. Uh so Steve Earmuffs. Um you, you have your headphones in. Uh, <laughs> uh, but as far as I know he basically jumps Osprey after the match and laid him out and then rips off the mask and boom, Ishimori. Uh he's one of the best things about that time I had reviewing Impact, which isn't saying much because it was shit. But uh, Ishimori's good, and he'll, he'll have some killer matches in the junior division. So, yeah. Two things. He's Japanese. Yeah. Um, Tot Bullet Club is Gaijin mm. only, with no, the exclusion of the pair. Japanese guys in there. They got one. And, and Peter. But, but, but Gaijin. Yeah, but Peter. I mean, look at her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't also, get rid of Peter. Who or what is Bone Soldier? Do you not remember Bone Soldier? I do not remember Bone Soldier. It's, he, he was formerly in Bullet Club. He had a mask. He was terrible. 
Well, it used to be Captain New Japan, wasn't it? Mm. And then he changed, but they didn't want Captain New Japan linked with it, so they changed it to Bone Soldier because Bone Soldiers what used to be on the Bullet Club T-shirts. Uh, and yeah, and but, was it the same character, or is just the, the um, way of introducing him? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like, th- there's a size difference. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's definitely not the same guy. Um, there's definitely a size difference. Um, but yeah, it, like I said, uh, as far as I was aware, Ishimori was actually with Pro Wrestling Noah, not with New Japan. So I'm not sure. Uh, was he previously working for him or not? He did, he did some stuff in um, Best of Super Juniors last year, year before. One of the last couple oh, years he's done. But then Tag League, I think he was in. But let's get to the proper biggest news. Who had that in our pre our production meeting? The big cow. No, not him. The, the, the big racist. He <laughs> <laughs> was the so, big dog before the big dog was the big. The original dog. big dog. The original so, American big dog. If I'm understanding you correctly, the, the reports are that it's on. He's on the way, or what's the story? Close to signing a contract to come back to WWE is the one Hulk Hogan. Yay. Yeah, boy. So why are we not overly jubilant about this? Why is the rest of the country not overly jubilant about this? Because I heard he's a racist now, Fitz. (laughs) Racist these days. Did you not see our Twitter feed last Friday night? I all I know was we were making factual comments about there being ghosts and the potential of a Syrian airstrike. <laughs> what are you Pray saying? Can't be disproven. And also talking about her love of sweet, sweet preserves. Uh, <laughs> but uh, apparently, the the story is that um, the Saudi royal family made a request for Hulk Hogan to be at the Oil Rumble. It didn't happen, but it opened up talks between the two guys, two of them. So they they did reach out to him and all and. You know, it's it's probably going to happen. The way TMZ, they, they reached out to WWE and the statement WWE gave was, WWE applauds the work Hulk Hogan is doing with the boys and girls of America to turn what was a negative into a positive, helping young people learn from a mistake. But it's taken many steps in the right direction since we parted ways. Hogan is not currently under contract with WWE. You know who else the Saudi family asked for? Yes. Yokozuna. Yokozuna, who died in 2000. <laughs> They got, they, they got a different sumo guy in it was fine he yeah, went and asked for shirt. a guy he went he asked for a guy who died before 9-11 uh, <laughs> it's like but they don't what? have the internet out in Saudi Arabia it's and I remember we were saying what's the deal with this this sumo guy and that's why they should have just called him Yokozuna Yokozumi Yokozumi with a Japanese flag oh man Mr. Fuji still alive no, he died. Ah, no, uh, could have had another one to replace him too. Yeah, lols and bants. Um, and there was somebody else they asked for. Uh, warrior dead, but they were also dead. Fucking idiot! <laughs> could you send Sting out dressed as Warrior? <laughs> well, we're going to have the greatest Survivor Series by the sounds of things as well. And that's that the one night of the year where Raw and SmackDown superstars compete in direct competition. Looks like not this year, Steve, because it could be two nights. <laughs> well, there's going to be many nights because we're going to have it this fucking Sunday. It's true. But they're but not competing in direct with the area. Sorry, I take that. That's back. like the weird, you know, it's like the post credits and the finale episode of a season at the moment. It's just this weird hangover we have here. Yeah. I don't think it starts until next week. It's really, all yeah. bizarro world. It's all. Oh, thanks for the segue there, Gordo. Uh, we kick off Raw 
<laughs> with a great reception for Derpeter. And if you didn't see it or hear it, you'll have heard it at the start of the show with my intro and the close of the show, the main event, Gordo's intro is main eventing. <laughs> I learned how, I learned how to use technology to make that fucking thing. <laughs> oh no, it's it's going in, and I might even add our uh, Star Wars thing somewhere at the end. It's going to be a weird end to the show. <laughs> <laughs> all the bells and whistles, all the editing software. Yeah, we are marks for ourselves. Hey, look, Kira is going away for the weekend. I've got a hell of hell of time on my hands. <laughs> Cans, and I've got somebody from somebody ringing me here. But time to get fucked. I can't. They're way above me. <laughs> so we're covering. <laughs> no, I, I can't answer this. I'll be on the phone tonight. Uh, no, we're good. We're good. We're back. And I'm Way, not you just that open your own mother. Fair play to you. <laughs> no, <laughs> in a professional capacity, I, uh, I should have answered that phone call. But uh, it's all good. You can definitely get fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyone have any money they want to send my way? Um, <laughs> we're actually setting up a Patreon account. Uh, so no, we're never doing that ever. <laughs> Just never. <laughs> Please, someone write down the time and date of this. We are not doing that. Uh, <laughs> unless you know, up. like, unless all of a sudden we get really, 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 really lots of listens, and I'm like, yeah, we're definitely doing it. Cash in, cash in, cash in. Yeah, we need to retire Like, it's some of the you see some of the people that I love doing it, and it's actually taken away from the show. And I'm glad they're getting extra money. But one particular show I won't name that I really like. Uh, they've started doing ads in the show. And that's fine. Fucking more power to you. And they're they're doing ad reads. They're not having, you know, no, a true car. You know, those ads yeah, that you have yeah. in the podcast. So just blended it in. But now they're, they used to do a live post show. And then, you know, I'd listen to it the next day. If you don't listen to their shows live, they go straight to Patreon. Ooh. Which is bollocks. So if you're listening to something live for us, if it isn't in Saudi Arabia, their show would start at about half four in the morning. It's just not feasible. Yeah. Which sucks. It really does. So, yeah, but you know where you can find some live reaction videos for most of the pay-per-views? The internet? On YouTube. Just search for 2-Bit Sports. <laughs> we don't have a name yet. Watch the fucking videos. <laughs> <laughs> if you want so us to not awkwardly subscribe. get through this plug. Watching off shows, so they give us a forward. Anyway, man. raw lads. Ah, <laughs> We're just going to be one of those shows, Nicky. We're just going to plug everything for a fucking hour and a half. I can feel it in me waters. It's going to be one of those shows. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the big dog comes out to big booze. Um, and Cole had to scream the big dog over this one. I actually <laughs> felt bad for him. Like he had to, you would have heard it. He screamed the big dog. Definitely had a sore throat. But we had the disclaimer, Nicky. Straight away, you know it's 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 this bizarre world. You know they they cheer the guys that they normally boo, and they boo the guys they normally cheer. Yeah, yep. that rabbit portion of the WWE universe, the <laughs> damn Canadians. And coach was like, "It's like the night after WrestleMania every year here." You're like, "Well, you know, maybe tailor your show to it if you don't. If you don't, you know, like it drives me crazy the way they do things." But anyway, you know, I in in regards, to this, I was listening to Corey Graves and Sam Roberts podcast this week about and you you they're talking about that line him using that line and how he had a massive backlash on it and he's like he's like he's like yeah i was fed the line not like that but i can 100 percent see why they do it because if you have someone who's just tuning in every week and you know roman's being cheered or whatever and then all of a sudden he's being booed they don't understand that it's just a smart crowd that are you know well, that's just that. the biggest problem with WWE right there is they're booking for a casual fan. 
That's it. Yep. That's it. They book them. That's it. Exactly. It, literally, if you're booking strong for the diehard fans, the casual fans will pick up on that and they'll actually be more attentive to it. Exactly. But they hey, do what that. do I know? Huh? <laughs> uh, that's how Stone Cold got over. You know, people used to say, don't worry about him getting cheered in this town. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, yeah, so Jinder interrupted. Did you, I have yeah. Joe promo here. Joe caught a quick promo on the screen, I believe. It was a selfie yeah. promo on the screen. Selfie promo. Uh, but it didn't have the words, so that's okay. And it was actually probably the best part of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jinder came out next, Gordo. Like, what more do you want? Jinder got cheered for a moment. In his hometown of India. <laughs> it's, it's, in, yeah, it's in his hometown. It's only 6,000 oh, miles. I should have done the maths on that to carry the joke on. <laughs> Next week, it's back. It's like our hometown of fucking, I don't know, Pyongyang. <laughs> Next week, from then on, whatever town Raw is in, we're going to chart it from Punjab, India and say how far away he is. <laughs> Um, so there was a you sold out chant for <laughs> for gender, which I thought was good. Why didn't they address that on commentary? <laughs> um, enormous pop for Sami Zayn. Huge. Kira watched it and just giggled the whole way through. She was so happy for him. She puts <laughs> all those people booing him are bastard men. Dare <laughs> they? Uh, not so happy with Kevin Owens' pop because she doesn't like him because he's a bastard. Uh, uh, it was slightly <laughs> louder too. It was too, it yeah. Was. Uh, but they both kind of called for the match, basically, long story short. And Kevin did a straw poll where he put his hand over people's heads to see who gets the match. Put his hand over his own head, he thinks he got the biggest pop. Um, so yeah, it was just Canada night. Yeah, but then Roman... Teddy Long came No, not yet, because Roman stupidly attacked KO when he's in a ring full of people who want to beat him up. I did That made fucking no sense. But he is the big dog. Of course, the numbers game. The numbers game takes over. Something he should know very well. Uh, but Lashley comes out, Gordo. Yeah. And, uh, Braun appears to save him. <laughs> Braun comes to save him. Uh, now, this is one I wanted to give us a good 20, 30, maybe 40 hours on. Why in the sweet fuck is Braun Strowman helping Roman Reigns? Because they're in Bizarro World. Good guys. Good guys help good guys. No, no. They Fuck hate them. each other. This Roman is terrible. Hates Roman. Mm-hmm. This is shocking booking. Like, if, if anything, if you were a casual fan tuning into that show and you saw Braun Strowman getting a very mild slash booed reaction, you would not be interested in watching him again. It's just... Like, even with this, the, 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 the terms and conditions of it being a, a bizarro crowd... No, just like you said, book to the crowd. So Sammy and Kevin should have gone over massively, yep. and they should have won the main event that you're going to talk about. But why can't you just, you know, you don't have to have long term booking. The, the booking doesn't have to be consistent every week. Play to your strengths. If you're if you're in a crowd that's going to boo the the faces, then play with it, roll with it, have fun with it. That's what really annoyed me watching all this week. Well, essentially, when you look back, think back to last year when they were done doing the show in, was it Manchester in November? Or mm-hmm. whatever yes. it was. Fuck when essentially, God. when Pete Dunne essentially came out and laid out Enzo, who they were building up as this cruiserweight champion time. He literally fucking, what, five-minute match? It's like a whole division couldn't put him away yet. This guy that we've never seen on TV because he's a hometown hero turns around and goes over this guy. 
They played to the hometown for that one night. Mm-hmm. It worked. And Enzo sold his fucking ass off for him as well. Yeah. Not yeah. to his credit, it was actually for, for selling alone, it was one of Enzo's best performances. And we mm. said it at the time. Like, but, God, uh, that man can take a beating like no one. Oh, I miss him so much. I still come as victims and him. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. 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 <laughs> Rapist. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Oh, man, there's no joking with that one. No, I was talking about Gordo. No. <laughs> we don't not, not sure if allegedly. <laughs> if his victims are dead, does that count? <laughs> I suppose oh, not. They're just, they're just sleeping. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so are we off the internet yet? I, I, oh. I, hope, I hope this isn't week my mother decides to listen to the podcast. <laughs> hey, Mammy Gordo. How are you doing? Mammy, I swear to God, I'll, I'll explain everything. In a court of law. <laughs> Hashtag, I don't believe her. <laughs> yeah, wrestling happened. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I uh, just put in the word continuity, question mark. Um, <laughs> Braun shouldn't want to piss on Roman if he was on fire, and yet they teamed together later. And I didn't write down what happened, but they won, basically. Who took the pin? Can't remember. Um, it was a tag team match player. I think Sammy. Sammy, I think, yeah. Yeah. Braun um, got the win anyway. Yeah. Oh, no, it was Kevin. He put up Kevin on the... Kevin, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <sighs> That made no sense. Where he did his little uh, Super Mario star run around the ring, which I'm really enjoying. But it does show that I think Vince might be swaying more towards Braun than Roman because it was Braun got the pin. Braun was the big part of that match. I think that was more so for the crowd. I think if the big dog went over, it would have ended the show with... A quite loud chorus of the booze. If he pinned Jinder. The Canadian hometown boy. Yes. (laughs) I'm surprised that didn't happen because, you know, you you always lose in your hometown. Yeah. Well, Hmm. not in Punjab, India, are we, Steve? (laughs) I said, hmm. Elias was out next, and yeah, we're told that he's a special tea to help his performance. A joke they should not be making on WWE. <laughs> and I posed the question: Is that the same special tea that Brock Lesnar uses when he's in Dana White's company? But, oh uh, snap! Yeah, he's still banned. There's not even need for an allegedly there. He openly admitted it by retiring. <laughs> but, um, with the usual um, Elias stick, and with them rude versus Elias. I just I am I I'm not alone. I'm done with Bobby Roode here as as a baby face. In his yeah. current form, yeah, yeah. As the yeah. baby face is more for me. He needs to be healed. Yeah, uh, they made a balls of the finish. Well, the cameraman or who? Well, Kevin Dunn basically who picked the shot. They had a thing where Elias rams uh, Bobby Roode's neck into the kind of oh. steel things around the, the turnbuckle, the wires. But then they showed a close up, and you can clearly see it ramming hit him, <laughs> Bobby in his chest, and then him going down, clutching his throat. You're like, why did you do that? Why? It just fall fell flat for me when I saw that. Mm-hmm. There was quite a few incidents of that on Raw. Yeah. Of poor camera angles. Well, it usually is. Lots of cuts. Zoom, 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 cut, cut, cut. cut. Canadian photographer. Fair play. Yeah. I think it was Cole that she tried covering it on commentary, where basically where he played off the hole or he was having trouble breathing or whatever. Mm. It was a good attempt to try and save it. Yeah. But when he's clutching his throat. Mm. 
as an asthmatic, if you're having trouble breathing, the last thing you do is hold your fucking throat. <laughs> nice. Well done. I like that. And um, similarly, the, when he fell back, like that actually looked like it could have winded him the way he fell onto the floor. Yeah. He should have played that angle. He could have done the Shane O'Mac. <laughs> you know, Gordo watching a Lashley match. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I like Elias declaring himself the winner on the mic and just walked away. Oh, Elias is the best. Elias this is one. my favorite um, example of killing time that has ever happened on Raw. It's <laughs> <laughs> just awful. Well, not even that it was awful. So we we get cut to Gorilla and we see Charlie um, with two jobbers. So they're getting a pre-match promo which I just couldn't understand. So it was AOP versus the local competitors, which someone pointed out were John Paul and Francois. Yep. Yeah. Is that Triple H's old gimmick or was there something along <laughs> those lines with Triple H? Um, it was something to do with Triple H in that anyway, but I think it's, anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to make an ass out of myself in case I'm wrong. Never happened. Um, AOP promo after them. Oh, sorry, I've skipped ahead. They get the win, um, Super Collider, and then we had a promo from AOP. Which wasn't great. No, they they still need a manager. <clears throat> so but, the jobbers got a pre-match promo and full entrances. In fairness, the pre-match promo they started that with Ellsworth, and it worked. Oh, that's fine. No, but this was a backstage thingy. I know, but they then did, Ellsworth was in the ring. In the couple of weeks after, they did a couple of backstage ones as well. After Ellsworth, that when they were doing that, the Braun destroys people. They did a few promos. A couple of them were in the ring. A couple of them were backstage. You're pissing on my parade here. I didn't before. I'm just saying. But yeah. the full entrances? Stop being a dick, Nick. Come on, let me shit on them. Let me shit on them. But this is something I wanted to bring up. Um, before AOP get to the promo, they're standing around awkwardly waiting for their music to stop, facing the hard cam and waiting for waiting an extra couple of seconds for the commentary to shut up to then cut their promo. Cut my music. Cut my music. That's all you need to do. Mm-hmm. What happened to them? But they heels are so polite. I put that up on Twitter and someone replied, but heels are so polite these days. <laughs> They're like, our music stopped. No, wait. Michael Cole might be talking. Wait, wait. Face the hard cam, go. It just all feels so... Nothing, nothing can happen without Kevin Dunn instructing it. Why can't they just put the camera on the action and just follow it and just let it happen? Because like, WWE hmm. is not a wrestling show. It's an entertainment show exactly. which provides wrestling entertainment. We I did write an article about people. that this week on 2bitsports.com. <laughs> really? Yes. It's about uh, my five favorite WWE buzzwords or phrases, but it includes how they've, they're have they not a wrestling show anymore. It's it's a show about wrestling. Yeah. But, yeah, what do you think about my, my theory on the heels thing there at the end? It's all too polite. And yeah, they just, just don't, They're not allowed or either that or they don't have the confidence to actually take ownership of something. You know, you're not you're not told to go out there. You know, you're a bad guy. Go out there and be a bad guy. You know, they're told, okay, go out there, have this match, wait for your music to stop, cut this promo, say these words, show angry face, and walk backstage. It goes to what Austin says the whole time: give them bullet points, don't give them scripts. And yep. if they can run with it, they can run with it. Great, they'll be good. If they can't, then they're they're not ready for this business. I'd rather see some of them fail week after week until they get it than mm-hmm. stand in that exact... They might as well draw X's in the ring facing the hard time. Stand at the X. Wait. Wait. Be angry. Like, it's yep. just... 
It's the last one I can remember, and it's not because it was in NXT, because it was a it was a main roster feud. Was you remember when Rollins uh, ran in on Takeover? Yep, and started screaming and kicking shit around and cursing. Oh, yeah. that's the last one I can remember where the well, he wasn't even the heel really, but you know what I mean. It was someone acting heelishly and stopping the show for their own needs. And mm-hmm. Rollins, you say, perfect. Um, <laughs> that, that, that was weak. That was that very, was very. I didn't even know it was up next, even though I wrote this. So yeah, so the crowd's going fucking bananas for Rollins, and they do the old A chant. So, like, have we lost this chant completely? I know we stole it, but now is it gone back to other countries now? Yeah, Canada sees that Damn you, Sami Zayn. That's the Italian yeah. 90, thing, 90 thing. Everyone <laughs> hates Sami Zayn. Jesus. <laughs> um, so, he stalled for the crowd a lot. I think there was a lot of time killing here going on, but they drank it in. It was fine. Um, so, he says he doesn't want to be a champ like Brock and he wants to be a fighting champ. Balor shows up. Mentions that they've had four singles matches. They both have two wins. What are the chances, boys? What are the chances? Uh, did you like the part where he was like, but, and then Balor looks at him smiling going, I like that, but. And I was like, no! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have that in my notes, yes. Same. It's the only note I have for the whole podcast. <laughs> Same here. It's the only thing I have for Roy. The only thing I have. Balor is in his rainbow gear going, I like that butt. You're like, damn it, Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> we want him to kill people. Give give the lovely Fergal his bollocks back. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um, so the two boys come out, the Mr. Raj come out, and they've got, this was brilliant, they've got shirts with all people, all the four of the lads' faces taped onto them. It's just a plain black shirt where they've cut out their faces and taped them together. Forget about the Balor Club and the Shield. And they should be the new four horse, horse, I heard said horse women, horsemen of the WWE. But then the Mizettes attack. Uh, Balor and Rollins clear house, but then Balor attacks Rollins from behind. And I actually punched the air. I said, here we go. Mm-hmm. Is this Prince Devitt? Please. No. And uh, no. Not yet. <laughs> and friendly Not competition. Yet. Friendly Not competition. Yet. Um, we had far worse than that, though. What a match later in the night, main event. Oh. What a fucking was it the main event? It I think was, it was yeah, the main yeah. event. It was absolutely fantastic. Incredible match. So many false finishes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, Rollins gets the win. It's just that was so good. So so good. So that's that's five or sorry, three two. So we will have the sixth match some stage. Level it up and battle takes for a while. Them. I think that that might be it for a while. I'm okay with that. Less is more. I can Something nearly, another. I can nearly see Balor appearing. During the IC match on Sunday, only if he turns heel. So does Balor have anything going on on Sunday? Nope. Criminal. I I love the idea of potentially Balor for Money in the Bank. Hmm. How about we make it a triple threat match, player? But it won't happen. No, it won't happen. He'll go one on one with the Undertaker. Holla <laughs> <laughs> uh, holla! What type of match though? Tag team match. <laughs> yeah, one on one tag team match with the Undertaker player. <laughs> Teddy, you can't do that. Well, I go big when I say player. We'll move uh, on from there. Steve, what time is it? It's boss time. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you get the pro? The another gorilla promo tonight? Yeah. Did you enjoy this one? Yeah, just, backstage oh, was a shithole. That's why. I'll just quote. Yeah, I'll quote the end of this. Raw still runs on boss time, and if Ruby wants a riot, she can bank on it. 
Oh, is, is that using daylight savings time or not? Oh, and I actually, my skin was crawling. I said, like, why did you do that to that poor girl? I hate her now. Like, why? Why? Why did you do that? Because they're turning her heel. No, it's the promo. is so bad. It's I, so I don't, I I never mind the bank on it. Like, she's used that a couple of times. And it's when it's done right, it actually ends the promo nicely. That's fine. The ending is fine. It's the, if Ruby it's wants the riot. Shit. Yeah. Oh. And everything that leads up to it is absolute fucking cack and was written on a fucking napkin in a fucking in and out burger just down the road 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. before the fucking show. But was probably looked over 900 times to approve it. Oh, so of bad. course. As so opposed bad, to just saying, here, cut a promo saying you're having a match against her and end with bank on it. Done. Just let them talk. She can cut a fucking killer promo. She's yeah. actually one of the best promos they have if she's left to be her character. Why does he do this to these people? The dog is thick as fuck now as well. But, um, but yeah, Coach compares Riot Squad to a can of tear gas. What is happening here is my note. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so Sasha's in control. It's boss time just before the ad. You know, the usual thing. Uh, so the ref spots Liv dragging Ru- Ruby out of the bank statement, but ignores it awkwardly, and Ruby wins it with the right kick. And the senton spot, though. Senton was awesome. Sasha. Yeah, does it, the ref had a nightmare in this one. Uh, what referee sees someone on the outside try and interfere and clothesline someone in the match and not send that person to the back? Because Sarah Logan tries to clothesline Sasha outside at one stage. Uh, Steve is putting up a tweet from Hulk Hogan that says, help, signed, HH. What does it mean, Basil? Much love, HH. Much love. Steve's mic is muted at the moment. So we can't. We don't know the... Oh, I think he's going to talk to us if we just make him. Just <laughs> What's that about? I don't know. There's nothing else to it. Just a tweet from Hulk Hogan. Help, HH. Oh, I, I hope it means help get me back on TV because I'm all about that. I'll, I'll help him. So we'll start a petition. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put a poll up. A Patreon account for him. Yes. <laughs> um, so the moment of bliss segment, I think, was the best thing on Raw. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Fantastic. <laughs> Who wants to go through it? Do they do they do you have notes on it or will I just do it? Go on, go for it. Fucking dickheads, I'm sick of talking. If you want, <laughs> um, if you want, if you want I can. Go for it. Because it makes fun of my bay. <laughs> Love of my life. Um, yeah, so it's another one of Melissa's lovely uh, public service announcements. Um she basically said she goes on about the time where herself and Nia Jax the the love of my life went to Disneyland and apparently she turned the happiest happiest place on earth into a nightmare. Um Naya made a load of short jokes. She kept asking, was Bliss tall enough to go on any of the rides? And apparently when they stopped for lunch, um she asked, did uh, would she be able to get a kids menu for Bliss? And she laughed wholeheartedly while clutching a turkey leg in each of her giant mitts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My favorite part had to be about the teacups. Oh yeah, she couldn't even. Yeah, so of all all the rides, she uh, she asked, "Could she go on the teacups? They're just cups. cups. (laughs) (laughs) They just sit in them because they're cups." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jesus Christ! The fucking delivery of this. Compare that to if Ruby wants a riot. This is night and day. Yeah, this is absolute fucking gold. Whoever produces this needs to produce everything on the show because yeah. it was fucking hilarious. But it all comes down to what we've said all along. 
you give Bliss a microphone or some kind of a promo to give, and she will give you gold. Mm-hmm. Bliss is literally the best female character WWE have. Bar none. Yep. Yep, and the character she has is actually so well protected. Mm-hmm. You know, like if if you're looking at aspects of what makes a WWE performer or any professional wrestler, you have to look at wrestling ability, character development, and ability to sell. She tops the cards for two out of three for those. You know, wrestling ability, she's come on leaps and bounds in the last two or three years. Not at Charlotte Asuka level yet, but by God, she's better than most of the women in that department. Yep. And but even simple things like as soon as people were starting to kind of get behind her and start cheering her, they then turn she around. She can and turn them down. That. Yeah, but she had the promo watch, was that Elimination Chamber? Yeah. Or, yeah, where she basically turned around and she was all, you know, this is for everyone, you can go chase your dreams, and then she fucking spun it straight back and yep. basically said you're never going to achieve your dreams and everyone hated her again in the space of a minute. Yeah, such a good, it's such a protected character. It's fantastic, but uh, yeah, that whole mm-hmm. segment was was fantastic, and she ended up <laughs> saying basically that uh, she's going to win her title back on Sunday, and that the match is for uh, essentially everyone. Everyone has had a bully in their life, and the show basically bullies never win. Um, speaking of bullies not winning, Titus O'Neil uh, landed on his feet with this one big time. He's <laughs> he's taken it in his stride, ironically. Um, Wait. But it did prove to us the first time all night we've seen that there was a backstage area. Was. We hadn't seen one all what? night. Um, so try, Titus tries to make it an inspira- inspirational kind of moment. It was quite good. And then Corbin, as usual, comes out and ruins the whole day with his fucking annoying ways and his face, and he needs to shave his head. <laughs> no fucking coming in here talking to Titus when he's trying to cut a promo about hope and dreams. What an asshole. Uh... So yeah, what are they doing with this? So we've got Corbin, Noe, and Titus now involved as well. Is, is Noe Jose in Titus Worldwide? I think so now. I don't know. I'm confused. Because I saw they're getting a whole lot of new members with the whole conga line. <laughs> like, even Corbin was laughing at the end when they were doing the dance. So, like, what happened? Titus said, climbed on the apron, pretended to fall, distracted Corbin, and then Noe Jose got the roll-up, I think it was. Yeah. SMRT. I actually, when I was doing my review, I actually already had it written up saying Corbin destroys No Way Jose. And then I quickly had to go and change it all. <laughs> so it's like, no, they're totally going to fucking have Titus interfere in this shit. Uh, the whole match was based around the fact that Corbin does not want to have fun, where Jose, on the other hand, just loves to have fun. It's all about fun, lads. Is that like how Kyrie saying loves boats? Yep. She's a boating enthusiast. Uh, I, I did love the Apollo wiping the ramp part when Titus yeah. was coming down. That was I, good. I wonder how long before that horse is beaten to death. Oh, it's already started. Beaten like, back to life, I mean. <laughs> that that fall as he was getting into the ring. Did you see on Facebook they had a poll up? Which was funnier, his slide or his fall? I'm like, ah, fuck off. Don't of course it's a slide because it was fucking natural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, I like the promo between Samwell and Zenith. Did you see that one? Yes. Yes. So So they're talking about their essence. Uh, Matt and Bray, the greatest tag team on earth. Fuck all Um, (laughs) y'all. So yeah, Matt says that his essence, Zenith, had contacted Bray's essence, Samwell. And now they are the leaders of worlds. But the seven deities that contacted Matt 
where he does that thing where he has a premonition <laughs> and he, whatever i can't make the noise i don't think i can make it but we see major moments in history where bray and matt or sorry samuel and zenith had been present <laughs> which was great <laughs> just absolutely brilliant there's a Twitter thread where he asked for more and people started sending them to him. It was fucking genius. Oh, wonderful. Uh, yeah, so they do the whole thing. Matt stands in the light. Bray appears, goes into a shade of grey, almost slightly darker. So this is great. All of this is great. I need to see more of it. Mm-hmm. No? Yep. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. loving it. We agree. <laughs> Perfect. It's, it's only them Americans that don't like it. It is. One of them. Only one on, just John from Take Two. Yeah, John, yeah. just down, him. down with that sort of thing. Oh, <laughs> by, by the way, um, <clears throat> yeah, you would have heard the thing that went out on Twitter, but the the lads from the Take Two Takedown podcast uh, said some very, very nice things about the podcast, about uh, our podcast. So, just thanks very much for that. Uh, it is appreciated. We, we appreciate all our marks, <laughs> except me. You hate me. Great, no, no, thanks, lads. That was uh, that was really cool of you to do. So, keep uh, doing uh, it every week. Make it a whole. The check is in the post. Thanks, guys. Yeah, and it, was, it was great having John on for the post show for Rumble as well. It was good. Yeah, a lot of fun. Steve's gone. Seems to have lost Steve. Steve's frozen. Anywho, you're you're. So yeah, what's up next? Oh yeah. So we had it's, Ziggler and McIntyre phone promo. Yes, I did. Damn it. We had Ziggler and McIntyre on a phone <laughs> promo. <laughs> I'm back. Where did they cut off? Uh, we we uh, we went straight on to Ziggler and McIntyre got a phone promo. <laughs> we skipped the match immediately. <laughs> oh, that's put to like what, what was the last thing I said? We can skip it. It's I fine. I can't remember. That's, that's fine. Uh, basically, where we we said thanks to John for coming on. Oh yeah. Uh, fuck that guy. Yeah. Natalia, <laughs> um, Mickey, Steve. Ah, get <laughs> fucked. <laughs> on. So Ziggler and McIntyre had a phone promo. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, he was like, there's a reason that when I speak, it sounds different to everybody else. It's like, it's because you're Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had Balor and Rollins, as we've already discussed. That's raw. That was raw. Wasn't too bad raw now. It was good. But it wasn't bad at all. I mean, event definitely stole the show. Like. Yeah. yeah. But let's take a hard left here and go to SmackDown. <laughs> oh, yeah. The wrestling show. The wrestling show. Ooh. What did we end up with? Three matches? Three matches. In fairness, the three matches were decent enough. The first hour, there was one match. Yeah. And that happened pretty early on, which was weird. But um, it starts off, Paige starts talking about uh, the low, bo- low blow by Nakamura. And uh, being an expert in the area, I trust that she under- understands the gravity of the situation. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, totally uh, worth it. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> no, 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 that's the noise she makes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the poor uh, woman. Uh, she does look about 45, the poor thing. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do eat, drugs. Eat a fucking sandwich. Seriously. <laughs> I'll leave it. I'll leave it. I won't. I won't. I won't. Um... <laughs> so, Miss TV, for... Steve. Ah, uh, yeah. So, anyways. Yeah, um, uh, so, yeah. So, Miz comes out. What the fuck was he wearing? What was his karate oh, kid thing? Cobra Kai. Yeah. I think he did wear a bandana before, I think. I don't maybe think yeah. it's the first time he's done it. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, it was one of yeah. them. Um, so, yeah, he says, that, uh, he says that Daniel Bryan is banned from Miz TV. 
And but he has Jeff Gardy, Jeff Gardy, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> as so he has Jeff Gardy as his hest. <laughs> um, so Orton comes out. I don't want to spend too much time here. The US title is made official, US title match is made official. Jeff versus Orton. Um, this did that thing he does again, he did with uh Balor and Rollins, where he kind of stokes the flames between them, trying to get them to fight. But uh, Shelton comes out, uh, there's a bit of a beatdown, and lads, I smelled a tag team here, and what do you think happened? He went one-on-one with The Undertaker. <laughs> tag team, player, player. Holla, holla, tugging and bugging. Tugging and bugging. I forgot about that one. So, lads, what do you do in your podcast? I just a bit of tugging, a little bit of bugging. You know, the huge. Uh, but great kind of finishing sequence to the eventual tag team match. The RKO into a swanton bomb. Mm. Great finish. Uh, so, the lads get the win. Facey faces beat the Healy Heels. And then an RKO on Jeff, just for good measure. Out of, I believe, nowhere. Even though he was standing in the ring with him right beside him. Out of nowhere. No. So, so it was now here. Well, <laughs> <laughs> RKO can't come from somewhere. Um, defend the Iconics before I slaughter them, lads. I like him. Steve. Steve. Yeah. Steve. No. Get fucked. No. They're terrible. I, I like him. I, I like them too, but I think they are going a little too far with this. It's yeah. like they're, they're redoing the same thing over and over. And it was funny the first time. Yeah. This is only the second time, though. Third time. They have, you remember when you all used to like Enzo and you were happy that he got his debut? No. It took a long time to hate no. him. No. No, no, I hate him from day one. Well, you're. I was you're, down since day one ish. You're a fucking wrong one altogether. <laughs> How, you must be the only person on earth that didn't have some positive feelings. But the way I see it is. It's year, we'll say if you didn't like him all that much, but you were okay with him. You enjoyed some of his stuff. Same with me and the Iconics or the Iconic Jews. I was okay with them. They existed. It took you a good year or two to get to hate Enzo as much as you do now. I've had that in three weeks with the Iconics. That plane <laughs> has hit the ground and is now God knows where it is. Probably on the way to Punjab, India. That's because one, you're racist against Australians and two, you're sexist against women. So I hate know. Australians. I, I do. Get fucked. I don't though. I like Emma. Like her. Uh, other Emma, or what's her name now? Or what's her actual name? <laughs> Tenille Dashwood. No, it's Emmalina, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Tenille Dashwood, I like her. Gemma. Gemma. <laughs> Look, why didn't she call her Gemma on the Indies? That would have been perfect. God, I miss Emma and Enzo. <laughs> to be fair look at they're, they're trying something new they're, they're new on the roster they're, they're following the script they've been told what to do I think they're making the best out of road dog booking yeah so, fire road dog that's nothing fire road dog. this is nothing personal and I hope they do turn around and everything's fine yeah. but you need to this All you coming can do. out doing baby voices and pretending to cry and oh, I can't be dealing with it but all you can do as a performer is make the best out of what you've got. And I think that they're doing that quite well. Um, ignoring the fact that they've, they have the same shtick backstage promo thing for the last few weeks. In the ring and when they're involved with the action, they're, they're still top notch. And oh. I love the heel tag team duo combination that we don't really get to see too frequently anymore. Especially in the women's. Especially in women's. So from that point of view, I'm taking a massive positive from it. Uh, with an asterisk over the the booking, and hopefully they they get to be more original. 
no, as I said, I'd agree with you on the fact that they're doing their jobs, but that's the problem. Is is anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's not spend too much time. And also, we, we get to see Peyton's iconic duo, which is always yeah, fun. yeah. That's the robot. Main event to SmackDown. Yep. You, you can see why Ty Dillinger gives her a ten every night. Oh, <laughs> this is getting terrible. This show. You can't be saying things like that about ladies. <laughs> Okay, she's a heel. <laughs> okay. uh, my 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 quote or my um note for this was "Dear sweet Jesus, kill it with fire." That's how I felt about the segment. It being road dog, wait, <laughs> or just airtime in general. Just just cut those few minutes. Uh, my favorite part of SmackDown, which I was trying to make as the intro to this week, but the big dog getting booed like fuck was too hard to pass up. And my Merrick, you haven't heard it yet, but there's a Merrick one B thing in there. It's very good. Uh, it's some of my <laughs> finest work. Uh, <laughs> but the Your Soul is Mine thing, the Shang Tsung line from Mortal Kombat, the movie. And I wanted to do it and just have Xavier Woods go, Your Soul is Mine, and then have the Mortal Kombat music hit and not, a, not use our team music. We just come in to a faded out Mortal Kombat. <laughs> there's a problem with this, though. We would have been thrown off the internet so very quickly. We would have been hit with many, many copyright strikes. So, our lawyers are already busy defending Gordo in court. So, you know, we <laughs> to be fair, we, they'd be wasted on me. Um, I would have no problem giving them up. So basically, New Day offer pancakes uh, to the bar via their helper Bootyworth, who I believe is a medic at NXT. Someone said, "Yes, yes, it's the same guy as the medic stuff at NXT." Yeah. Um, so Seamus challenges Xavier. Uh, oh, Big E got all up in Seamus's grill. This was brilliant. <laughs> you done, done it now, sucker. <laughs> it was so good. We are not worthy, Big E. We're not worthy. Uh, but uh, Seamus goes, I'm not talking to you, big fella. I'm talking to him. And then Xavier delivers the line of the night. Your soul is mine. Perfect. But Perfect. Seamus is ginger, therefore doesn't have a soul. Yes, that's Ray. the whole problem with the booking here, Gordo. <laughs> is he, how is he going to take that soul? But yeah, Seamus is Liu Kang, Xavier Woods is Shang Tsung. I'm all about this. Let's run this whole thing to next year. <laughs> uh, weird one now. Rusev Day backstage. This What's is where here? Road Dog needs to get fired. Mm-hmm. How yeah. can you fuck up Rusev Day like this? What Back they're doing. Day. What they're doing. They, so I suppose to explain it, uh, Aiden English and Rusev are backstage chatting away as they are. Lana comes over to interrupt him to a loud, rapturous applause and cheers because everyone loves Lana. She starts talking to Rusev after Aiden English disappears for a few seconds in a somewhat American accent. So I think we're going to get the real Lana, hopefully. That would be nice. She's going to go full Kofi Kingston. (laughs) She's having elocution lessons. She infers that uh, English is the one that's holding Rusev back. And the crowd start to boo. The Women. crowd acknowledge and they appreciate what Aiden English has done. You know, that was a weird combination at the very beginning. But it's like the New Day coming together as three individuals. The two boys just made it work. They had the crack. People got over because it was organic and natural. I think they have to be very careful about how they go with this because if they don't do it right, they obviously see Rusev as, as a major force going forward. They see the potential he has. But if they go back to heal Rusev with heal Lana, and drop Aiden English, it'll be Rusev back to the mid-card again. Yeah. From what I was reading, apparently it's actually the opposite. Apparently they see him as a face, but they see him and English together as just a mid-card tag team. 
So the well, plan is to be an upper card uh, faction, face yeah. faction with Rusev in the main picture, English in the mid card picture. Not a, you know? not a clue, Factions. but I'm imagining essentially that it's it's the booking team being fucking stupid again, mm-hmm. um, and that that line of something is holding you back may actually be a literal, may actually be accurate insofar as they think that with English there, they're only seen as a mid card thing. Whereas if they put him back with Lana, they can actually build him as just being a single star and get him to the main event where they actually, apparently they are so high on him that they do think he's worthy of being there, but they don't think English is worthy of being involved in programs up there. That's. But do you remember back a few years ago when Dolph Ziggler had the money in the brief uh, uh, contract? Yep. And he had a faction with AJ Lee and Big E. Yep, Big E had just debuted. You mean name retracted? Yes, sorry, Big E, no no known last name. Oh no, I'm Uh, on about April Brooks. Oh yes, (laughs) she is very much redacted from from all of history. Wiped from history. Redacted, Um, redacted, and Big E redacted. To be fair, fair, I'd redact her twice since Sundays, but... um, Sexism and the masculine overtones on the show. Why can't we have a faction that doesn't make sense on paper but makes sense from a this looks like it's going to be fun let them roll with it this is my whole thing about picture. Nikki Cross staying in NXT yep. just, I know she'll come up eventually and hopefully she'll join up but I wanted to see that but yeah, yeah. There's, there is understandable logic for why she stayed down I think she could have <laughs> double jobbed yeah but, and they haven't even appeared yet unless I've missed something no, they haven't. Oh. maybe they will this Sunday oh no, only we shit. remember to say that at the end, okay? So we can segue in beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and, um, let's not drive the wedge here between Rusev and English. Let's just not do that. It's too early for a breakup. If they're going to do it, build it and build it and build it. And let's have a late 2018 or early 2019 version of the Festival of Friendship. I was going to say, if they ever announce a Festival of Friendship or a Festival of Rusev. And if anything... You know, you could actually do it in a way that, you know, they're, they're still tweening and Rusev gets his opportunity at a, at a championship match and Aiden English is the one who screws him out of it. That automatically gives a bit of heat to Aiden English where he could go into the mid-card pitcher as a as a heel and it gets the sympathy and the face turn for Rusev with Lana and the main pitcher. And the, the, the guy singing operatic tunes is never going to be the baby face, really. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So yeah, that is the way to do it. But he raps now. That's true. Rap I write is, shit. Yeah. He's one of them rappers. Large Cassidy. Uh, Cass tells us he's from New York, but he's hand, he handled the crowd quite well, even though they shit all over him. He mentions the band phrase, which you can find in my article on uh, tubitsports.com. Tell uh, me, while, while we're on this now, and he, while he was handling the crowd, what were the crowd cheering or chanting? Uh, it was something on say Cass, which is the French, for, uh, French phrase for we don't give a shit. Okay. Ah. Go to the research. Yeah. But he mentions five star match <clears throat> and he says that uh, Brian looks like the fans. And I was thinking, if only Cass had a little buddy out there to help him. <laughs> and uh, well, this wasn't the little buddy I was thinking of. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he brings on a midget. And I'm all about midgets on TV. Uh, ah. Make short jokes. He says that your man is available for bookings. Big boot, ground and pound. 
And this was where Brian was supposed to make the save, but somebody had made, I think uh, Sean Ross Sapp had said that he was pulled from the show because he couldn't get cleared because Roddy Strong had fucked his chest up so badly. <laughs> they didn't like how his chest looked and they didn't think it would look good on TV. But they had a dark match. And did you hear what the dark match was? Yes, I fucking did. They, after this shit show, like a shit show on Tuesday, they had fucking Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke Nakamura as the fucking dark match. Oh, yeah, they had to make up for the fact God. that the crowd got shit over for two fucking hours of SmackDown. So the television audience gets shit show. We're one hour in at this point, and we had one match. Oh yeah. my God. Uh, well, I think we. I think Steve's dead again. Yeah. Uh, After this, anyway. I did the Nakamura segment. Oh, yeah. The dick assassin, huh? Dick assassin all what, the way. What around. did he do this week, Nick? So Nakamura wanted to pop. Oh, you're back. Cool. Welcome back. Where did I freeze this time? What is going on with my internet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. You fine. can't do this. You can do it after I have my first sentence, okay? Nakamura wants an apology. Uh, AJ talks about low blows, but Paige is not present. And I said, of all the stories to be GM of during a low-blown storyline, and she's not even there. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> and you give out to me for my sexist comments, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but your <laughs> sexist comments don't have 40 or 50 videos that are soon to hit the internet to back them up. <laughs> Could do, if you know where to look. <laughs> you and your dark web. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so some old... <clears throat> excuse me. Samoa Joe appears and we get a TNA Global Force Impact Down live chant, which Joe <laughs> shut down pretty quick. Oh, he did. Did not let that pick up at all. No. Um, so he says he's coming for AJ after he puts the big dog to sleep. And he, he wanted AJ to be concerned about the match against Roman. Why would he give a flying fuck about the match? He's got a world title to defend. Uh, but Joe gets ready to fight on the stage and he goes down but goes back again. But then Nakamura comes in behind AJ and hits him again with the old dick assassin move. Right in the cock. Right, right in the dick. Mm-hmm. Right in the peephole. In the dickens. Uh, so then, yeah. Straight up the chap, sorry. Then he hit sure. the old uh, Kinshasa, and then we all went to bed. That was it. <laughs> So yeah, uh, we'll talk about it a bit more, I suppose, predictions. Uh, Xavier Woods against Sheamus. Once again, I'm going to say it again, Xavier Woods is the most underrated guy on the roster in the ring. He's fucking brilliant. A lot better I, than some of the guys that get matches for 10 minutes on Raw. Yeah, I think the whole diving across the ring for the elbow drop needs to die, though. Never. I love it's it. No. I love it. No, okay, no it's great. And uh, Becky, Becky Lynch backstage. Uh, I'll slap the heads off you. She uh, got a lot of great. Irish in this week. Oh, she got so much Irish in. Was Kevin Dunn not on SmackDown? <laughs> uh, she, yeah, they let it. They let me slap the heads off you big time. Full on Tala, she yeah. went. <laughs> but, um, and then the shocking, and there'll be no jokes about Paige. Don't worry. She says that Absolution is dead when the two girls appear and thinking everything's great. Really, really, really bad backstage segment. But she says that Absolution is dead, Nikki. Mystery solved. Yeah, mystery is no. solved. No. <laughs> she had the perfect opportunity to make the absolute best pun in the world. She said Absolution is, and pause for a second, all she needed to say was a mystery. Would have been perfect. I would have marked out. I would have gotten to bed happy. I wear my Evolution t-shirt, so I would have, I would have been happy. <laughs> Evolution. That was great. Evolution. 
I, I put the video up on Twitter just to make the gag, but I watched the video. Their Titantron was great. It's just a constant right. loop of them going in and out of a nightclub. Yeah. And Randy <laughs> and a shift in some young and a helicopter. <laughs> um, Wasn't there one then, like licking or did Flair that like lick his lick someone's neck or something like that? Uh, yeah. One of them did, yeah. Uh Triple H, I think, did it. Well, yeah. Weird, yeah. That was when Triple H is I don't do drugs anymore, Bobby. Nah. <laughs> I mean, uh, performance enhancing supplements over the counter. I, I don't, I don't drink special tea. Special tea, sure. Did you not see Triple H in Saudi Arabia? He's definitely drinking the special tea. He's back on that tea, yeah. having a nice cup in the morning, cup in the evening, a cup before he goes to bed. <laughs> it's all those midnight workouts, Steve. That's yeah. what it is. Oh yeah, you can stay hydrated. Yeah, yeah. keep well hydrated with that special tea. Uh, then we had the main event. The it's the first of its kind, actually, Nikki. The main event. Yeah, it was it was a very unique thing in having a six woman tag match on SmackDown. It never happens. Never. never. Um, I didn't quite know how to take it in, so I didn't really make any more notes. I just sat back and marvelled at what I was witnessing. There were six of them, and there were women. And they had <laughs> I was like, "What is this?" And the ropes were blue. Yeah, it was mindful. Great. But we did get Asuka's first win on the SmackDown roster. Mm-hmm. And she picked up the win too. And Becky Lynch didn't take the pin. Yes! <laughs> That's because they're on the same team. Yeah, but they could have lost. <laughs> <laughs> you get my meaning. Um, lads, thoughts on the supposed A show that SmackDown is, that everyone was claiming it to be, when I said, no, you're wrong? Not the uh, I mean, It is the A show in terms of the talent, but it is the Z show in terms of booking. Oh, that's awful. the issue. Now I'm hoping that after all this fucking switch over shite that settles down after backlash, maybe we'll finally get into it. But you know, still yeah. road dog. So yep. we'll see. As I put up as well, it was <clears throat> on two bit wrestling on Twitter. That whole thing was just, you know, let's not be too harsh on it because it is like this is like the last game of the season. You just want it to be over. Mm-hmm. And you're not going anywhere. Nothing's going to happen. And let's just wait until the next week. And if it's terrible again next week, I don't know what to tell you. So Hashtag when it's road terrible road. next week, Steve, I'll be asking you one question. What the fuck? And I'll say, I don't know. You'll have to rephrase the question. <laughs> and then I will chime in with Fire Road Dog. Mm-hmm. I think we've just booked our next week's show, lads. Well done. Yeah, perfect. We'll just, I'll just cut that there, actually. Um, yeah. Next week's show is going to be quite short. It'll be about nine seconds. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, this also proves, though, just how easy it is to book an hour and a half long show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they spent nine seconds writing this episode of SmackDown, I'd be shocked. <laughs> it actually felt like the show was being written as it went along. Like it was the weirdest thing. Uh, is there anything else before we talk Sunday? Um, I don't think anything... Just, I really like the Mortal Kombat references. I'm all about Mortal Kombat references. Yeah. Should be more well, now that you said Sunday, I want ice cream. Mm. <laughs> so this yeah. isn't, this is really probably should be really for next week, but what do we think about the world of sport tapings happening next week? Who's involved? I don't know. They have not announced any talent. I'm assuming Grados is he's technically champ. It's essentially guys mm. who, I think it's going to be guys who don't think they're good enough to get signed for the WWE stuff that's going to be coming up over the next year or so. Mm. It's going to Which, be interesting to see who shows up like. Yeah, like, obviously, we know definitely won't be Gibson. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Doug Williams. Mm. Maybe Mastiff. He was on the, yeah. He was on the go through the list, uh, Legero, I'd say, probably on it and stuff like that, you know. It's... Yeah. 
It's hard to judge who will be actually on the show, but yeah, Norwich, England, May 10th to May 12th, World of Sport tapings. Wonder if Paige will be there. Uh, no, is, it is her hometown. No, no, I read something that apparently the guys involved in setting all this up have apparently shafted her family. <laughs> shafted. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But um, yeah, apparently the guys involved in this have apparently screwed, <laughs> screwed uh, over her family. She's um, a slapper. She really is. Oh, Jesus, age Christ. Keep, keep the title belt away from her. Move, uh, move along. Move along. But yeah, so that basically that uh, pretty much anyone that's working for their promotion actually may be wanting to avoid this show like the plague. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, sorry, Paige. It's just, come on, it's too funny. Keep it out of your mouth. Come on. Yeah, the my thoughts, is it? Yeah, yeah, and horrible other things. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Someone say uh, backlash there. Uh, say backlash, um, Nikki. Okay. Good. Yeah, that's right. So help a brother out. Someone say backlash. <laughs> you know I can't move on without a segue, and has to hey be back. really natural. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> hey back. You say. <laughs> <laughs> backlash. <laughs> So WWE had some really bad backlash against uh, some of their booking and the lack of action on SmackDown Live this week, didn't they, Steve? Backlash, Gordo. It's interesting you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh we're stretching this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're fucking burnt out after the fucking Oil Rumble. Oh, uh, enough. I don't even know if I'm going to watch this. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch a bit of it. Um, This is in no particular order. Um. There was also a um, dark match announced. Or oh, not yeah? dark match, uh, pre-show, pre-show match. Oh, did they? I didn't see that. It's Bailey versus uh, Ruby Riot. Oh, man. If Ruby wants a riot. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. She can bail She's out. She's hug one. <laughs> she can bail out. Um, just say, opening the show, just for argument's sake, Daniel Bryan versus Big Cass. Gordo. I'm gonna say big cast via filthy means. Via very filthy means, and that's a, that's only a provisional one. I think Castle probably need to win more out of the two. I think if you have him lose here, it's essentially he's dead in the water. Whereas he needs to get up to that level before he can start losing matches. So I think if they're really serious about him, he has to win. Yeah, I mean, you have to give it the cast. Daniel Bryan can take a few losses. It's not going to hurt him at all. He's already just back. He's not expect, going expected to win everything outright anyway. So, you know, they can play it off as, you know, he's still getting back into things. He's still wrecked from doing it over an hour in the Rumble or whatever. Easy way to play off. Casca's to win by pinfall. Going to go for Debra. Ooh. My logic is that Cass eliminated from the greatest, largest, biggest, most gigantic Royal Rumble in history. And and also Cass had the advantage on SmackDown this week of having the whole midget thing with no reply from Debray. So 50-50 booking and um yeah, Debray wins. Yeah, I go um Brian by via DQ, I think. Whoa. Mike Cass Scott. will Cass will beat him up. Are you back? Right, uh so I'll say yeah, Brian via DQ because Cass will do something silly. And we get out of it. They booked themselves into a hole here and they're going to have to figure a way out of it. And that'll be their this, way. This entire pay-per-view is the... St- is the <laughs> booked themselves yep. into a hole is the perfect way to describe the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. Just change the name. In your house, booked in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't see this as a long-term feud. I think this was literally 
the definition of a short-term feud to get him over the little hump of the end of season match into the new season. So it was just something to keep Daniel Bryan fresh uh, and to, to welcome Big Cass back as well. So I think who do you it, put I, him with? Who do you put Bryan with next though? You can't do the match yet. You need to save that for Mania. Joe. Ah, oh, that's not going to wait till Mania. Jesus, no, that's not going to wait till Mania. You've got Joe, you've got AJ, you've got Knack, you have Randy Orton. There's there's a lot of options there. I don't think they're stuck for options. Right, Rusev. Um, we go on to a match that was made. I didn't even know this match was even Oh, you Okay, Steve, Steve, you're fired. Hello. Uh, <laughs> fired. <laughs> How's that now? Okay. There you go. You got that. So, yeah, I didn't know this match was happening. We brought Strowman and Bobby Lashley versus <laughs> Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. <laughs> I meant to leave a little pause. I did the first time, but obviously my mic fucked up. Uh, they announced uh, that on Raw in, a, in a, a, a screen, just a picture. Ah, okay. I wasn't paying attention. Um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Strowman and Lashley Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're gagging now, you're going to be fucking vomiting profusely on Sunday when Lashley wins. Unfortunately, I'm going to say Team Braun wins. Yeah. Braun? Yeah. What, who's Braun. the side partner? Chuck Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Oh, oh, Nick, let's move on quickly. Yeah. <laughs> team I was, yeah, Strowman. Strowman and Lashley. Oh. <laughs> it's teeth. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah, Strowman, Lashley, full house. You're right there, Steve. Yeah, I'm good. It's <laughs> very good. I'm stealing it. <laughs> Claiming it as my own. Disown I'm just pretending I don't even know you. I want to throw that. Most people do that to me anyway. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Rollins versus Miz for the IC title, Gordon. Rollins. Nick. Yeah, Rollins. That's not going Rapid anywhere. fire, Steve. <laughs> yep. Rollins. Yep. Rollins. I never back the Miz, even if I think he's going to win. <laughs> US title match Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton, which, you know, depending on the other result, Gordo, it depends. This result kind of hinges on it. Not really. No. No, it does because. No, no. Um... Oh yeah, sorry. I was thinking of the oil rumble. <laughs> Way <laughs> the car. Yeah. It's been a long week. Give me a break. I'd imagine. No. I'd imagine Jeff to keep it, or doesn't need another mid car title. So, yeah, Jeff retained. They just gave it to him. There's no point taking it off him. Randy's gonna do stuff. He's fine. Where yep. is RKO gonna come from though? Somewhere in a, in a strange twist. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. It's a battle of the cutters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeff is cutting up something else though. Wait, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, allegedly. There's, there's an interesting stat on this. So they are the first guy, or uh, I think it's further one of the first guys to have a grand slam of title matches because they fought each other for the WWE title. They fought each other for the US title. Well, they're sorry, they will be facing each other for the US title. They fought each other for the IC title. And there was the Hardy Boys versus Rated RKO for the tag titles years back as well. So they've essentially mm. created a grand slam of championship matches against each other. Mm, That's around, Gordo. That is an amazing fact, Gordo. Well done. Pat yourself in the back there. Fantastic. Come on. It's been a good predictions breakdown here. First Chuck Lesnar and then this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on straight fire. 
Straight fire. Steve, we didn't get your own. Oh, it's all Jeff. Yeah, Jeff there. Uh, Raw women's title match. Nia Jax versus... <laughs> Fucking leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just because Bliss used to get sick when she had that heat disorder, there's no need to make fun of her, right? Nia does that enough. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to put a stop to this puking thing. We're just peeking microphones everywhere. Um... <laughs> right, well, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to for for fear of death by snooze. New, I'm gonna have to say Nia wins. Uh, I'm glad the audio broke up for me there because I didn't hear a thing. He's going to just say, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hear it back." Yep, it was good. <laughs> Gordo's on fire. Really good. Oh, lovely, Nick. Oh, we're gonna have another trip to the Jacks. She's winning. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve, you're now you have to make a joke. <laughs> it's two for two. She's shit. That's not yet. Yes. Oh God. Yep. There we are. The female William the Refrigerator Perry is taking this one home. <laughs> Oh. Oh. oh, this is one of our meanest ones yet. It's just made me watch so much wrestling this week. They can't expect me to watch any more of this shit. Said, you said you were just up to the juniors match on New Japan. Mm-hmm. Think how good that match is going to be. That's true. That's, That's true. good wrestling. Yeah, I might leave that. I might leave that till tomorrow. Actually. Anyway, uh, SmackDown Women's Title Match: Carmella versus Charlotte Flair, Gordo. Uh, I am going to say that this match shall be F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. Yes. And how does she do it? How does she Dime, beat Dime's somebody? Chest. Yeah, they're so <laughs> fabulous. They're so <laughs> fabulous. What's up? How do, how, as in sneaky roll-up, people helping her, Iconics interfere? Uh, I'm going to guess Iconics and then a roll-up. Yeah. yeah. Kamala via shenanigans. Yeah. Steve? Yeah, same. This is yep. easy. Yeah, this is great. We're flying through these. Same. Yep. <laughs> it's so predictable they're going to throw us wherever in somewhere. Yeah, so they're going to make it absolutely fucking bullshit. Yeah. Can't believe the Miz won the IC title and now all the titles are on SmackDown. <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe. I'm going to say that a Samoan is going to win it. N- named Joe, perhaps? Named Joe. Um <sighs> I'm going to go actual Samoa Joe. No, actual Samoa Joe. Not the not the Samoan that is, is not called Joe on TV. <laughs> I'm going to go. Uh, Impact, go back to the know. gimmick names. Let's I'm going go to, 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 to go to the Impact Down Live superstar <laughs> Samoa Joe. Um, yeah, I know. I think I think Samoa Joe. I think lad's been on fucking fire since he come back. You want to set him up for a potential feud with AJ or Nakamura or possibly Brian after this. You have him going in there after a win on Roman. That just adds so much to that feud and it properly builds SmackDown because they need to start building SmackDown because that TV negotiation is coming up. Having shows like what they had this week ain't going to cut it. They need to do something special. And I think having a guy like Joe on a hot streak over there is going to do wonders. So, Joe. Yeah, I'm going to say everything he said and then say uh, hashtag fire road dog. So Romans are going to win because he's just coming off like two losses to Lesnar. They need to give him something back. 
Yeah. Steve. The big <laughs> dome. <laughs> he is the dome. I'm actually the dome. <laughs> Oh, it's, <laughs> that was it's just like Cole on Monday. He just had to shout it. Had to get it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I, is... I lean, I lean more toward the big dog here as well. But I think a fuck finish. I think nobody wins this one. I think it ends in an old beatdown. Lesnar. I was just going to say oh, Lesnar. They're not wasting his date on that. Not a chance. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. true. I have, have to pay him about half a million because he's, he's yeah. getting physical. Half Let's a million when they could physical. just have a chair shot and let that be that. I think nobody wins this one. And a debut with Christopher eliminate. Daniels. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, make, that's going to be one of my wild cards now. A debut with <laughs> Christopher Daniels. <laughs> he said it. Lock it in. No, not locked in until I put it on the Excel sheet. Locked down. Locked down. Clink. <laughs> I'm just going to let him keep going. <laughs> <laughs> he regretted starting that the minute I said I'm going to let him oh, go. Oh, big time! <laughs> <laughs> I know one line. <laughs> I am far too white for this, and Steve's dead. And we've lost Steve. Ah, well, he might come back. Who knows? One match left anyway. AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, the battle of the <sighs> Dick Assassins. No DQ. The Dick Assassin is gonna finally get the title because we've had heel champs winning the title three backlash uh, this will make it three backlashes in a row because we had gender win it last year and a heel styles won it if i remember correctly the year before that so that'd be three in a row um but yeah i think i think shinsuke is going to win it and it's essentially going to be i'm hoping aj turns around and does a cup reveal halfway through the match yeah it's either a Styles Clash or a forearm and Shinsuke kicks out goes for another forearm Shinsuke does the spot that I really want him to do which is the Cena Mysterio low blow in midair and follows that up with a Kinshasa and new champ mm. nice yeah I'm thinking Nakamura as well by pin what I want to see is Nakamura goes for the dick shot Adrian reveals a cup while the cup's in his hand Nakamura goes for another dick shot <laughs> that's exactly what I'm predicting <laughs> I'd love to see that yeah but I think Nakamura takes it here. It just it makes more sense. You have a, a chasing AJ or a chasing Daniel or face chasing a title always works better. Yeah. Sorry, I broke up there again. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be Nakamura. If the, if Nakamura doesn't get the belt at this pay-per-view, oh, it just does so much damage to him. I can't how many times can a man lose a championship match, whether he's face or heel? <sighs> Yeah, it just says totally irritating. Uh, no, Nak- I'm going to go Nakamura. Nakamura has to win. Yeah, Nakamura has to win. That's the key here. Yeah. If not, off to New Japan, back you go and take Finn Balor with you. And let's have some fun. Yeah, we need but- Fargan Navid out there. Jesus Christ. Uh, now, potential outlandish swerve. What would the thoughts be of Sanity debuting in this match and costing AJ the title? No. Hmm. They're not going to put four people in that group. Where do the club factor in, actually? They don't necessarily have to. Don't don't like it. They don't have to be with Nakamura, but they would bring chaos. Mm. Chaos, New Japan, Nakamura. They they need something for this pay-per-view because it's very 
by the numbers. Like when we just went through, yeah. I think pretty much there's one match where one person differed. I think everyone else had the exact same pretty much like, the whole way through. If you have, as I said, if you went, if you went with Sanity and not even have them aligned properly with Nakamura, just have them cast AJ the title. You have AJ and the Good Brothers against Sanity, and then you can have Shinsuke go up against the likes of probably fucking Orton. Oh yeah. Um, but have him go up against someone else for his first title run, where you know he's going to get the win before he goes into face the likes of a Debray or a Joe. Hmm. So do they factor in this match at all? I don't think so. I think they factor in the aftermath. I don't think they factor in the match. Hmm. What if it's all been a bit of a long con with Carl Anderson and he's jumping ship and he's he's been jumping in front of AJ to give him the false sense of security? This is all terrible, I know. And who wrote this? I don't know, but... Uh, so just notice something that we don't have any tag team title defenses on this card. Nope, none at or all. Or do we have a cruiserweight title defense on this card? It is only this, Friday. This is the first pay-per-view in the new era of co-branded pay-per-views. And they're telling us exactly what how well they rate tag team and cruiserweight divisions by not having any of those titles defended on this show. Well, yep. I would, as of this new thing, get rid of the separate titles ASAP. Get rid of have the tag teams travel between two shows. Have the women ch- have one women's champion. I'd do lots of things like that. The division isn't big enough to have two belts. I would keep the mid card titles on each. Yeah, that's about it. But the other titles bring them back, merge them yeah. together. I think I think a mid card title is for story progression on both shows. Whereas I think main title and the others should all be covered across both. Especially now that you have the phone promos all the time, you don't have to have tag champions physically there on one of the shows. Yeah, but Brock Lesnar doesn't have signal if you ever want to do that with the main title. Yeah, that's <laughs> true, yeah. I doubt he has a phone. Paul just sends a pigeon with money falling out of its arse. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a ridic- it's a pigeon that drinks special tea to be able to carry all that. <laughs> you bring my, uh, sponsored my by money. Reebok. Yeah. <laughs> you better have my money and special tea pigeon um podcast yeah that's it that's probably it it. what's your story for monday are you all working or are you off off mondays i I took it off as well we could do a post show if it's any good if it's any good we do it or if it's terrible also do it definitely doing it so in other words we're doing a post show probably probably Probably, Yeah. yeah And where would we be able to find this post show if you're one of our avid listeners? <laughs> I don't know, Gordy. You tell me. <laughs> well, you'll be able to find it on our YouTube. You will need to search for Two Bit Sports because not enough of you have watched our fucking videos yet. <laughs> um, you'll also be able to find the link, which we will tweet out from our Twitter account, which is twitter.com slash two bit wrestling. And you never know, we may also post it on facebook.com forward slash two bit sports if we feel arsed. Yeah. It, yep. it will be it will be back to reality where we're waiting up till half four in the morning watching wrestling again. Oh, we were spoiled, <laughs> spoiled last week, lads. Spoiled. Oh, the oil rumble. I'll be trolleyed and I'll have my party cup. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, yeah, it was a bit too early. We weren't drunk enough. I don't think I was. we were all drunk enough on that post show for my own liking. Oh, it was like it was waiting like 20 hours. And had eight cans. It was yeah. half ten in the evening. How like we're respectable drunks. We don't get drunk that early in the day. <laughs> you know, wait, wait until half four in the morning. I was in college yeah. with you. We did get drunk that early in the day. <laughs> Maybe. 
You had one of the drunkest performances in the history of this show after OTT one night. Me? Yeah. You were fucking warped. That's allegedly. No. No. But what was it? Did you come down and you did a show and I, I hosted a show even though I wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was the one Lisa drove we back. We were all wankered. Oh, we were fucking, yeah, we were fucked. Yeah. I don't recall this. This is exactly. after elite. No, 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 no. I wasn't there, you see. Oh. He did a show. Oh, it wasn't there. Do you remember you, t- I remember you texted me and said the show was class? And I said, do you want to do a post-show live? Oh, and... no, no. No, Fitz wasn't drinking at that. That was homecoming. I don't know. I was just in my natural state. No, there was one where you were absolutely hammered. I can't remember what. I'm sure it was OTT. No, me, me and Nicky were, oh, were it was after. MVP. It was a takeover. Oh, maybe. That's yeah. what it was. Uh, that makes oh, more sense. It's Saturday night. That was a takeover I fell asleep for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I was too drunk and I passed out. Speaking of Irish wrestling, we went to a show last weekend. What? We did. Me, Fitz and Gordo went down to Limerick to go see our first ever CCW show. We did buy Irish Wrestling Roundup. <laughs> I suppose an impromptu Irish Wrestling Roundup was due. Uh, so what do you think of the show, lads? Um, leaned a bit too heavy on the comedy uh, and I couldn't really pay too much attention to it because of the fucking gobshites to me left. <laughs> Gordon uh, made how the fuck do I attract all these people? I don't know. And before when you say birds of a feather, fuck off. <laughs> uh, crazy oh. sticks to crazy, man. It's true. Fair explains most of my fucking relationships. Um, uh, yeah, no, as I said, the show relied a bit too much on the comedy aspect of it. There wasn't a huge amount of proper wrestling, but at the same time, it's, I think, the first time doing Limerick. So it was very much a touring show. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'd, I'd love, love to, to see, see what a Cork show is about. Yeah, just about to say, I'd love to go see him in Cork. Yeah, it was good. The, kind of the show was built a lot around that one guy from Limerick, uh, who most of the crowd were there for, Steve yeah. Savage. And they uh, didn't have a main event, so half the crowd left after his match. Yeah, second like, last match. If you're going to do a touring show like that where you're not going to have your regulars, don't do a massive swerve at the end. You know, don't hmm. don't use that show to to, to tell a story. They, they yeah. did put it up on their on demand today, so it, ah, it's bollocks. There wasn't a crowd reaction to it. Yeah. That'd be like a Jordan Devlin heel turn in Belfast. Yeah, you know, you need that in front of your hometown crowd, in front of the largest crowd you can get. But well, you know, who who am I? What what who am I to say these things? <laughs> and also, no disrespect to him, but the uh, the Booker who is also having himself as part of the show. You can see the stark difference between him doing it and uh, what Joe Cabray done for himself in OTT. At least Joe actually added something, whereas I don't think the CCW guy, who I can never remember his name, Lee, Lee yeah, uh, I don't think he really brought a whole lot of much to the table. Yeah. But that's... Look, they're, they're doing well, and look, fair play to them for promoting Irish wrestling in a different area of the country from what OTT have been doing. Uh, but I think, you know, they, they could learn off each other a little bit. Mm. Uh, I think that CCW really probably need to look at OTT and uh, the production value that they bring to their shows uh, and try to emulate that a little bit. Yeah. One, one thing that was bothering me that I think would have helped a lot of the flow of the show uh, was like when the wrestlers are making their exits after the match and all, you know, the music's playing to go at the back. The ring announcer doesn't even start to get into the ring until the music stopped. 
yeah. whereas you have Butch who's already ready to go as soon as the music stops it's, it's straight it just keeps flowing the fact- there's a lot of parts in it because of that, that I did find that kind of took out of the show yeah well yeah. even where the table was set up like the table was set up against the back wall of the room it's hard to kind of picture it. but it's up yeah. against the back wall of a room but there's around a bit of what, a 10 15 foot gap to where the barriers is so she has to walk from there to get around the barrier so she could then walk essentially down the entranceway to get into the ring every time which now to be fair she did look an awful lot better than butch <laughs> she did so no, while she doesn't butch, butch sound, while she but... doesn't talk for a long time you know at least you're not bored <laughs> it's true. that's true uh, fair, the, the match there was six matches on the show uh, you said went uh, hard on the comedy. There was probably three of the six that did pretty lots of comedy in it. I can't remember any serious match. Uh, the combat savage, the one with the Limerick guy. That was yeah, that was that a really good match. Really the main event, yeah, street fight for the main event. Uh, and uh, Danny B. Butler versus Dino was slightly comedy, but mainly not. The three comedy ones were the, the tag match to open, which involved the puppet as one of the competitors in the match. Uh, the Armstrongs versus Nintendo's, which went way too much on the comedy because it didn't really hit the crowd. And then Viper versus Justy, which was fucking Vic Viper versus Justy was fucking hilarious. Justy. Okay, we we need to pause here for a second and acknowledge the fact that Justy got a face reaction. <laughs> That's bollocks. WTF. I need to boo that man. I need to boo that man, and I need to feel okay booing that man. And I did not feel okay booing that man. He's so damn talented. He's so funny. I love Justy. Yeah. The match basically revolved around pulling of the beard and then who could cheat more. It's fantastic. Loved it. And he and he done the tightest entrance. He did do the tightest entrance. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like the second half of the show. It was a lot better than the first half of the show. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to get to see uh, the OTT debut of the Armstrongs uh, Sunday week. Well, me and Nick are because, you know, Gordo's going to Ed Sheeran. <laughs> but yeah, them against the Angel Cruisers. That's a fucking sore subject at the moment, <laughs> all right. Well, don't go to Ed Sheeran then. The, so- the sore subject is that he, he would have been able to make Scrapper Mania. Oh, flying solo. Uh, no, not, not really quite. Uh, Patty's sister is still coming up anyway. So, yeah, I have... she's married. <laughs> <laughs> I have her. I have her tickets for the show. Uh... I had to get her tickets for the show when they went on sale, so I have her tickets. So why don't you just sell your tickets and just come to Scrapper? No, because I already have me. I already have my head that I'm going. So I'm going to pay money for the tickets. So you could sell them. No, I've already. Gordo, this is a wrestling podcast. Stop trying to not go to wrestling. <laughs> I want to go to wrestling, but I also know if I sell the tickets because of the measures that are in place around it, I would have to give someone a copy of my credit card for them to actually be able to use said tickets, and I ain't giving them fucking stranger a copy of my credit card. Yeah, you don't want to see what you've been buying. <laughs> no, no one wants to fucking see that. What is this? He's given uh, he's given money to something called cultaholic. <laughs> Name redacted. Uh, oh fuck yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, so, yeah, two bit sports. Yeah, wrestling podcast. Wrestling. Click, like, share, press buttons, tell other people. But uh, yeah, follow us on uh, on Twitter at Two Bit Wrestling. Follow us on Facebook, Two Bit. Oh, good God! Facebook.com forward slash Two Bit Sports. Ah, uh, YouTube. You can find it on SoundCloud. Probably listening on SoundCloud now. 
iTunes, Stitcher, all podcast apps like Podcast Addict. Uh, what was the one you had again? I, I meant to write box. it down. Cast Box. All those things. Anything that feeds from iTunes, you'll find us there. And uh, that's probably it. So uh, you're, you're going to hear Gordo's first attempt at doing an intro. And then we're going to put it in the main event slot. And that's what's going to take us home. Gordo, introduce it. So this is uh, essentially just our feelings on a couple of things that we've heard on Monday Night Raw over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> um, that they may uh, essentially force us to want to fucking puke. <laughs> um, any listeners to the podcast will know that we don't like them. And we decided that we would just put it in a nice, neat little clip to round out the show this week. So, <laughs> yeah. And would you fuck off and leave me fucking speak, you dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so enjoy. Uh, yeah, I'm not good at this audio editing shit, so it's terrible, but enjoy it anyway. <laughs> good night, oh. Yes. Good night, oh. Yes, Chris can get fucked. Tell you what to make of this. It's boss time. 